0: one basic hip Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by allaboutjazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads and more. The Jazz Session is also available for free at thejazzsession.com and in iTunes. This week's guest is none other than Marion McPartland. Here she is at the piano. My guest is Marion McPartland. She is the host of NPR's Piano Jazz, uh, the longest-running music program, uh, certainly that I'm aware of, and it has to be one of the longest-running radio shows of any kind in the United States. And uh, it is my extreme pleasure to welcome a pianist and radio host Marion McPartland to the show. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, I'm glad to be here, Jason. Uh, I guess you know we just had a celebration for doing... 30 years of piano jazz.
0: Which is incredible. Let's just start right there. When you started this show in in April of 1979, did you think that in uh, July of 2009 we'd, we'd still be talking about this show?
1: No, I really didn't. I thought it would probably go for a few months or something like that. I didn't really know how good I would be at it. But all of a sudden, it's like couple of years went by, and um, then we got a sponsor, we got Exxon to sponsor us, and uh, the thing just kept going, and we've had all kinds of guests, piano players and trumpet players, and even people who don't play an instrument, who just talk like Nat Hendorf. And um, it's been very exciting. And it's still going on, of course, with 30 years plus now.
0: Now, you've actually uh, been a broadcaster longer than 30 years, I know, because you you did things before piano jazz. How did the idea of you becoming, uh, moving beyond just uh, playing the piano, uh, which you do so well, and actually becoming a, a host of a program, how did that idea first get started?
1: I think I was sort of between gigs it was i think rock had just started to take over and there's a station in new york uh wbai and i knew somebody there and i asked them Do you think i could come up and play some jazz for an hour or two at your station and they agreed and i, and I that's really how i started i just thought I have to combat this rock invasion some way, so um, I just played records and somehow fell into an easygoing way of talking, and so it held me in good stead when I got to start piano jazz.
0: When you were at WBAI, did you start bringing in guests and talking to them about jazz?
1: Well, I did eventually. I didn't mean to, but, but one day Bill Evans just walked in unasked, and I had no idea he was coming, And there he was with some records, and so I thought, well, this is fine, let's do a show, and we did, and then I thought, I think we'll start having a few guests, and we did, (laughs) we did. We had Herbie Hancock, Benny Goodman, a few people like that, and that sort of got me started, I guess. I only feel sorry that I didn't keep all the tapes that I made when I was at WBAI. I
0: I think at the point where Bill Evans walks into your show unannounced, you have to know you've captured lightning in a bottle somehow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Luckily, we we were good friends, but I don't know why he particularly would want to... Well, I suppose I should feel flattered that he wanted to come in and talk and play his records which he did of course and we had a lovely time and then of course I had him later on piano jazz that was possibly the best show I ever did I think that one has gone all over Europe and just about everywhere
0: I wanted to ask you about, uh, and I, I do want to talk about things uh, besides piano jazz as well. But well, since we're on that topic, when you're sitting down, particularly to play uh, piano duets, and you've done so many hundreds of them, oh, I'm not sure thousands of them over the years, uh, is it is it difficult to begin when you've never played with that musician before? Is it a new challenge every time, or is is the conversation uh, just the musical conversation very quick uh, to happen?
1: I don't know. what... The- it's not difficult, even to, to people that say, well, I've never played two pianos, or I don't know, it just has, hasn't been that difficult. We, we just discuss the tune, and what key to play it in, and away we go, and
0: over the years uh, on the show, you've mentioned the Hickory House uh, many times, and uh, it, it has kind of, I think, in the minds of a lot of piano jazz listeners, assumed almost a, a mythical status. But I don't really have a good kind of mental picture in my head of, of what it was like. Can you describe what the Hickory House was like, even just the, the physical space and the kind of crowd that would come there?
1: It's funny. We, when I think of the room, it's really not a, a good jazz room. It was a steakhouse and uh, it had a big bar in the middle of the room and the trio was set up in the middle of the bar and the bartenders went around serving drinks to all the people sat at the bar and that was evidently considered a, a great place to sit to hear the music was at the bar but it was really a like a rough and ready place with sawdust on the floor and they featured steaks, but it was a really good jazz room in spite of all that we had all kinds of people duke ellington was somebody was there almost every night because
0: One thing that that always has just impressed me about you is, you know, women have not had a particularly easy run in jazz if they're not singers. And you seem to have uh, been able to to make it one way or the other uh, ever since you first stepped foot on these shores and even before that. Uh, To what do you attribute that?
1: Well, of course, my husband Jimmy was naturally a great help. He knew everybody and He um, introduced me to people and uh, Jimmy was certainly the main person in helping me to get ahead and he was I don't remember anybody turning the gig down because I was a woman, I, although I did get some pretty funny remarks. Like, uh, you play good for a girl, and, uh, stuff like that. But it didn't, oh, and Leonard Fellows said, oh, she's got three strikes against her. She's English, white, and a woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Very charming.
1: Yes. But it, it, I don't know. I just took it as being a complimentary kind of piece of publicity. I, I guess I was a kind of pushy and wanted all the publicity I could get. And so Barbara Carroll and I talked a great deal about that, the uh, women thing, and she didn't have much trouble either. At the time, I think... She, She was married to the bass player Both of us She was over at the Embers And I was at the Hickory House And we were just too busy working To ever get involved with this Playing Good for a Girl and all that stuff
0: You recently chose to compose a piece In honor of another remarkable woman And I wonder if you could talk about A portrait of Rachel Carson Who she was and why you chose to honor her that way
1: Well, of course, I'd read the book, and it meant a great deal to me, and I just am seeing how everything's falling apart, and um, the food chain is getting all messed up, and I don't know, everything she said in her book seemed so meaningful. And one day I just thought, well, all I can do really is write about
0: Uh, Alan Broadbent?
1: Alan well, Thank you. Uh, my mind is going. And uh, he did a beautiful arrangement.
0: ask you, after all of the shows that that you've recorded, all the thousands of gigs that you've played, is it is it still fun for you to sit down at the piano and play jazz?
1: Oh, sure. I couldn't do it otherwise. I mean, you get your, might have your off night, or, I don't know, it isn't always fun, but most of the time it is fun. I'm going to be playing, are you familiar with
0: this club in town,
1: uh, called this is
0: certainly yeah at, L- at Lincoln Center right there
1: yeah. yeah so I've got another date there in September and uh, with the trio and probably.
0: Well, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, but uh, I'm extremely grateful for all the amazing music, uh, both that that you've played yourself and all the the insights into other musicians uh, that you've brought us over the years. And again, I I couldn't be happier that uh, you've taken some time out of your busy schedule uh, to talk to me here on the Jazz Session. So thank you so much uh, for being on the show.
1: Oh, I'm really happy to do it. You ask very pertinent questions. It's fun talking to you.
0: Well, thank you very much, and uh, I'll try to make my way to Dizzy's in September and check out the gig. September 15th. September 15th. That's yes. fantastic. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate it.
1: Okay, Jason. My
0: pleasure. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. That's Marian McPartland, host of Piano Jazz on National Public Radio. You've been listening to The Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by allaboutjazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of The Jazz Session is available for free at thejazzsession.com and in iTunes. The show's got an email mailing list, which is a great way to win free music. You can sign up at thejazzsession.com. If you're on Facebook, there's a group for The Jazz Session, and I give away music there, too. The theme music for this show is by the Respect Sextet, online at respectsextet.com. Thanks also to Dave Rabel, who designed The Jazz Session's logo. The Jazz Session is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 3.0 United States License. You can find out more about that at thejazzsession.com. Thanks very much for listening. Please support live jazz whenever and wherever you can, and come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session.